Hi, welcome or welcome back to the Faith Talks podcast. It is so, so good to have you here. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Deborah and I'm a faith-based content creator, mainly on TikTok and YouTube. But we have a podcast going now as well, which is crazy. At the beginning of the year, none of these things were on my mind. And that really shows that God does above and beyond what we can ask, think or imagine. He truly makes rivers in the desert and makes things happen where there were none like it's crazy and I really pray that my life will always be a testimony to that in what God has done in my life this year um but yeah welcome welcome to the podcast it's so good to have you here it is December mid-December now which is crazy as well time is going so fast but new and exciting things are coming in the mighty name of Jesus I pray that over you right now wherever you're listening from and in this week's episode I want to let you know that God sees you not the person next to you not your neighbor not your distant cousin he sees you he sees you where you're at we serve a God who sees every single one of us and God being present in other people's lives does not take him away from you he sees you where you're at right now and I think that in life we can feel disappointed or left behind when certain things haven't happened or when other people haven't chosen us when we've when we've kind of gone through life as like the underdog getting under the radar we think that God also doesn't see us but I really want to tell you today like God sees you he sees you specifically he knows everything about you he knows your thoughts before you even think them like your father your dad has a very 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 close eye on you so let's talk about that today i want to jump straight in to the bible let's look at some bible verses and i want to go to psalm 139 now this psalm is so beautiful whenever i feel sad whenever i feel this way of like the lord doesn't see me i always go to psalm 139 because it is so beautifully written it is all about how our god our maker the one who made you the one who formed you in your mother's womb sees you so let's just read through psalm 139 a little bit i'm gonna start at verse one there it says you have searched me lord and you know me you know when i sit and when i rise you perceive my thoughts from afar you discern my going out and my lying down you are familiar with all my ways in other words god knows you he doesn't just know you like any other person knows you he knows you like deeply through and through he sees when you sit he sees when you rise he knows when you go to sleep he knows what room you step your foot into he knows everything about you he perceives your thoughts from afar he knows everything that you're thinking and he knows everything that you're gonna think before you think it and do you know how many thoughts we as humans have we have a lot of thoughts in a day a lot of thoughts in an hour the lord knows every single one of them he knows all of them then it says in verse four before a word is on my tongue you lord know it completely you hem me in behind and before and you lay your hand upon me such knowledge is too wonderful for me too lofty for me to obtain i mean how insane is that before a word is on my tongue you know it like with all the years that are still to come all the time that we still have on this earth god already knows every single word that we're gonna say he knows everything about you he knows everything about you then in verse seven now this is all very important it says where can i go from your spirit where can i flee from your presence if i go up to the heavens you are there if i make my bed in the depths 
you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. So there is nowhere on this whole earth we can go that we can escape from the Lord. We can escape from his presence and from his eye on us. Look at Jonah who thought he could run away from the Lord when God told him, go to Nineveh, go speak to these people. And he said, nope, I'm not going to do that. He went the other way. The Lord was like, I can see you. <laughs> I can see you. It's like when kids play hide and seek and you can see them. You can, you know, when you can just see them standing there and you're kind of like pretending but you you know exactly where they are. A kid hiding from their parents the best way they can, even though we can see their heads poking out and their legs sticking out. That is us when we try to run from God or when we step foot into places where we think he doesn't see us. He sees us, okay? It says, if I make my bed in the depths, aka when I make my bed somewhere that I should not be in, there's a song called Alter, Alter by... Uh, I don't remember who this song is by, by but it says, um, but you, you were there even when I made my bed in hell, even when we do things we are not supposed to do. And this reminded me of when last year or the year before that, I went solo traveling to, I went to LA, but before that I went to Mexico for two weeks because this was when COVID was still kind of doing its thing. And I wasn't able to, from Europe, go to the States straight away. You had to be in like, a country outside of Europe for two weeks, kind of in quarantine, a little bit strange, but okay. I was like, I'm going to go to Mexico. So I went to Mexico for two weeks by myself as a woman. Okay. I had a great time there, booked an Airbnb, but there was one day where I was like, I want to venture out a little bit. I want to go to the beach because my Airbnb was in Cancun, but it was not near the, um, um, like hotel strip. Is that what it's called? It's not near the beach. So I was like, I'm going to take a day to venture out. So I got up early that morning, grabbed my stuff, went, and I found this like Google maps type of app, but in Mexico. So you could find your way. I had to follow this Google maps. And at one point it led me to this alley basically where it, I could see down the path and it looked like it was going on forever. And there was no one there. No one. It was literally a um, sandy path with bushes all around, graffitied walls, like ugh, it was so sketchy, so sketchy, but I was oblivious. I was like, let me go. Let's go. I went down that path. And as I was walking, I got so scared because there was like stray dogs walking around on my right. At one point, there was basically this like drug Lord mansion. There were these massive cars in front. It looked so abandoned. There was nobody there. There was no one on the path. And I had this thought of like, should I turn back? Like, if, if I get kidnapped here, nobody's going to know. No one's going to know. Long story short, I made it through by the grace of God, literally by the grace of God. And this was the time of my life where I'd kind of drifted away from the Lord, where I had decided like, no, I'm going to do things on my own terms. I wasn't including God in my travels. I wasn't including him in everything during my day. But now looking back, because I remember I came home and I was watching this video and it said most dangerous countries to travel to um, as a woman by yourself. And Mexico was number one. It was number one. And that's when it kind of opened my eyes to like, wow, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? I'm telling you, if I could show you a picture of what it looked like, you would be like, girl, 
girl for real but there i'm like even though i was kind of making my bed in a place that was not good even though i was doing things on my own term i can see that god's hand of protection was upon me even there the lord saw me walking on that path like his daughter he was probably like girl what are you doing that even there god had his hand of protection on me and i could see that in so many things in my life of places I shouldn't have stepped into, people I shouldn't have hung out with, but even there, God had his hand upon me. Maybe I couldn't see it then, but looking back in hindsight, I can see that the Lord's eye was on me, his hand was upon me, and it goes back to this verse, like, even if I make my bed in the depths, he's there. Even if we settle on the far side of the sea, okay, even if you move across the country, across the world, God is there. You cannot escape from your father. He has a close eye on you because he loves you that much. And in verse 13, so Psalm 139 verse 13, it says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast the sum of them. Were I to count them, they outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. The creator of the universe, the God over everything, he has authority. He's clothed in splendor. He is the one who rules over the angel armies. Like, he's the Lord, but he's also your dad. Like, he is your father and he loves you so, so, so much. He has his eye on you. He sees you. And I think that sometimes we can attach human experiences experiences that we've had with other people to how god sees us so if we've been treated badly by people or if people have hurt us if people have condemned us we think that that's how god sees us as well we start to see him through the lens of experiences that we've had with other people and i just want to say that that's not true that no matter what you can think of yourself no matter what other people think of you god's opinion of you is completely separate from that like god is a steady factor he never changes what his word says about you is the way he thinks about you no matter what you've done no matter where you've been no matter what you've seen the lord loves you so much and his eye is always upon you always always and maybe other people throughout life have not seen you or you feel like you've kind of gone under the radar and i can relate to that so much when i was in uh, primary school I was the last one to be picked for anything. If there was like sports activities, nobody wanted me on their team. Now I'm like, oh girl, like if only you knew, but I really felt like an underdog and I was unseen. Like I could slip in and out of rooms. Nobody would see me. Yeah, if you feel like an underdog, then in God's eyes, you are not the underdog. You are the apple of his eye. He will choose you every single time. He sent his son to die on the cross for you. And he would do that a thousand times over again. Even if you were the only person on earth, he would send Jesus. He would come down to do that for you because he loves you that much and he sees you that much. And next, I just want to go to Genesis. I want to go and look at the story of Hagar in Genesis 16. So Hagar is the servant of Sarah, Abraham and Sarah. And we all know Abraham is this amazing man of God, you know, but they also did some things that were questionable when they were in the waiting season for the promise that God gave them to have a child. They took matters into their own hands and they said, let's create this whole situation to 
to birth a son out of that ourselves. They, in a way, didn't trust God to do his part. Looking at that story, it's like, well, we do that a lot as well. Because when you've been waiting for years and years and years, we think that God has forgotten about us. And it's like, well, Lord, why can't it happen now? Why do I have to wait so much longer? But your father knows you. He knows your heart. He knows what still needs to be worked on. He sees the work that still has to be done. And when we look at this story of Hagar in Genesis 16, so it's basically um, they came up with this plan for Abraham to sleep with the servant, with Sarah's servant. So in verse 16, verse one, it says, now Sarai, Abraham, wife had borne him no children but she had an Egyptian slave named Hagar so she said to Abram the Lord has kept me from having children go sleep with my slave perhaps I can build a family through her so Abraham agreed then in verse 4 it says he slept with Hagar and she conceived when she knew she was pregnant she began to despise her mistress so there was a little bit of drama starting then Sarai said to Abraham you are responsible for the wrong I am suffering I put my slave in your arms and now that she knows she is pregnant she despises me may the Lord judge between you and me your slave is in your hands Abraham said do with her whatever you think is best then it says Sarai true ill-treated Hagar so Hagar fled she left she went into the desert she was like mm -mm, I'm not keeping up with this I'm leaving imagine the heartbreak that she must have felt for the situation that they put her in and now they were treating her like this she must have been so sad and she must have felt so um, done wrong but in verse 7 it says the angel of the lord found hagar near a spring in the desert it was the spring that is beside the road to Shur. and he said hagar slave of sarai where have you come from and where are you going i am running away from my mistress sarai she answered then the angel of the lord told her go back to your mistress and submit to her the angel added i will increase your descendants so much that they will be too numerous to count and then in verse 13 it says she gave this name to the lord who spoke to her you are the god who sees me for she said i have now seen the one who sees me so she gave the lord the name the god who sees me he saw her running away into the desert we knew that god was with abraham he could have just been with abraham and sarah but this story shows that god was with Hagar as well he's with every single one of us and he sees us she could not run away into the desert she could not run to a place where the Lord would not have found her because he loved her just as much as he loved Sarah and Abraham and that's something to remember that God doesn't love some of us more than he loves others he loves all of us so much he loves all of us with a love that is too difficult for us to grasp the best most beautiful love song is only a glimpse of how much God loves you. So how how could he ever lose his eye on you? How could he ever lose you? There is no way, no way. We can lose God in a sense. We can let go of his hand and decide to go our own way. But even then still, he's always watching over us because he loves you too much. Your heavenly father sees you. He sees you where you're at. Whatever you're going through right now, you might feel left behind. You might feel like things haven't turned out the way you thought they would. It is this thing of building up a knowing that God knows what's best for you. Wherever you are right now, whatever thing you're facing, you have to know that even though it's hard and even though it might not make sense, God is working and he knows what's best. God operates from a place of love because that's who he is. He is love. He is the definition of love. The Lord is love. So anything he does, anything that we face, make sure you look at it through the lens of 
I might not understand this right now, but Lord, I know that you love me and I know that you know what's best for me. Start to look at his character, at who he is in the word, instead of looking at the things you you maybe don't have right now because that's where bitterness starts to get birthed. And I also want to do a faith talks on that, on bitterness, because so many of us are walking through life feeling bitter about things that maybe haven't happened yet or expectations that haven't been met when the Lord is actually trying to do something beautiful there. But when you're so fixated on the wrong thing, you're going to miss what God is doing in your life completely. But yeah, that's it for this week's Faith Talks episode. I really pray that this has been a blessing for you and that you may walk in this truth, okay? Walk in it. Your father sees you. You are not going unnoticed. May you find comfort and confidence in that. That I pray in Jesus' mighty name. And I will be back again very, very soon. Maybe this time that's what I get.